Welcome to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm good, but my back refuses to be okay. <laughs> What'd you do to your back? I did nothing. I don't know why you would blame it on me. <laughs> like, it's immediately my <laughs> fault. It's, no, okay, that's not what people no. mean when they ask what happened to it. No, my back not... is, is doing a thing of its own, because basically I was laying down. I was resting. Right. And then okay. when I got up, I just had like a pinch behind my oh, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's that's not okay. I was resting. I know. It's 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 it gets insulting when as you just get a little bit older. Cause I don't I mean that we're not old by any means, but we have reached the age of if I sneeze wrong, I might not walk tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's reached it's reached <laughs> that level. Where if you just bend down, the worst is, I remember the first year, and it was probably, in, you know, I was like 26 or whatever, and I was walking in Chicago, and I just hit a patch of ice, and didn't fall over, but just did that little, like, whoo, like, you know, we catch yourself. Yeah. My back was fucked up for a week. It, it. Wow. <laughs> it, just because I, I, I kind of had to go, ooh, and catch myself. But, dude, I, yeah. And I've, I've done my, like, there actually is no problem with my back. Like, I did my pull-ups today. I did my push-ups right. yesterday. So it's not as wow. if it hurts so much I'm that I'm not. about it. Bragging about your workout regimen. Whoa. I mean, I'm really Slow down. Not, Slow it down, buff fella. Basic movement is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, though, because, you know, they say you're only as old as you feel. Yeah, uh, you can definitely tell how old a dude feels by the look in his eyes if he's about to fall. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I've had the fortune of making eye contact with several men who were about to fall, and mm-hmm. some of them just—they almost seem mad as they're losing their center of gravity. They're just like annoyed right. that they're falling. And right. then everyone well, they don't while, have a lot, they don't have a control of a lot of stuff in their life and so now they're they're now they're pissed off they, they can't even control their balance <laughs> cuz like every once in a while you you do you do hit one of those guys where you're like wow your eyes got so wide you look like you're mm-hmm. about to fall into an abyss mhm yeah and there's an age that very clearly happens i think in your mid 40s where you notice men no longer know how to fall <laughs> Because where they fall over, and I'm like, oh, it all looked bad. It, yeah. it looked like the body almost flailed in ways that didn't aren't possible. I miss. I you miss shouldn't have fallen that way. Falling in high school. You remember when you would fall in high school and you would touch the ground for a second. You would like you would bounce oh, yeah. right back up. I used to be able to like tuck and roll anytime I fell and just bounce up. Yeah. And like we, I I, remember, I was talking about this recently with uh, with a friend of mine, and we were talking about how when we played football in high school, and how you could just. Even without pads, you could fall and just get, knock yourself around, and it was fine. And then after a couple years of just being away from that, you fall on the ground once, and you're like, oh, no, I used to do this every day? Why? Dude, it's 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 bad. Because I, I saw a guy <laughs> just walking on some ice. This is, this is in New York last mm-hmm. winter. Uh, just walking on some ice, and he didn't fall. But the ice mm-hmm. was very slick, so at one point in his walk, he just slid like his feet. Like he did, <laughs> he didn't lift his yeah. legs again, and he was just sliding. And the fear in his eyes as he was sliding, <laughs> like this man technically has balance. Like he's not, he's not yeah. like, woo, 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 you know, like like about to fall. Uh-huh. He's literally just 
in the same stance he would have been to take the next step, but mm-hmm. he slid a little bit. And right. just those three inches of sliding had him shook. That's enough to do it, man. He, 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 you know what it is that I think is happening? I think that when the older you get, uh, when you start to fall, the reason you have that look in your eyes is because you can see the hospital bill. You can see oh. it. <laughs> Like you yeah, can see that's a, a really good point. You're like ten thousand dollars. I know. Isn't that that's so messed up? Because that is the first thing that gets into my mind when I hear about someone getting hurt or something. I'm like, man, what's that cost? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then second, I go, were they okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, dude, I. Mm. I, I, I've seen I've seen some falls and I've seen some almost falls and sometimes I've seen people hurt themselves more on the almost fall because sometimes mm. catching yourself is not worth it. Oh, absolutely! Like the absolutely, especially if you catch if you catch yourself wrong, you might as well hit the ground. Like I saw a guy uh, trip. <laughs> we were in the park and he tripped and he caught himself on the park bench, but the way that he caught himself on the park bench, he must have like I thought he put his hands out in time. But mm-hmm. he must have grabbed the bench and his weight was still carrying him forward because he mm-hmm. seemed so hurt. He seemed like he had a bruised rib or something from <laughs> catching himself on the park bench because then he stood up, sort of still doubled over, stands up, walks around the bench, and then just sits down and breathes it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have that now. If I almost... If I almost fall over and I catch myself, then I do have to like take a quick little walk and be like, whoo, woo. <laughs> you, you have to just accept that it almost happened yeah. for a second. What I really love is when you almost fall and then you're mad. Like, wait, mm. like with those people yeah. that almost fall, they get so mad. It's like, what, what, what are you going to do? You want, you want to yeah. fight? You want to fight balance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had an agreement with my legs this morning that they would hold me up. Yeah, because my feet said they'd show up, but apparently yeah. they want to do their own thing today. I uh, Just today I was putting, we took an air conditioning unit out of the window and I was putting the screen back on the outside and I had to get on a, a little stepladder to do it. And as I got on it, it it tilted a little bit and like j- just swayed a little bit. And I, and there are like, you know, it's a, it's a small neighborhood. There's people outside work in their yards, there's some kids outside, and it just tilts a little bit, and I go, fuck! And, <laughs> and got myself, and then I looked around <laughs> like I was going to get in trouble. Just because, <laughs> just like, I don't want, I didn't want to teach anyone's kid that word right now, but it was just, it was all that was in my heart. Dude. The second I felt balance leave me was just to scream an obscenity. There is nothing like watching somebody fall off a ladder. Um, mm. So there was a guy... <laughs> There was a, I used to do a lot of it wasn't necessarily construction work, but I would do odd jobs like I've talked no, no, about this before. Is, this is your weird. Yeah. Fall off the roof twice job. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is a totally different thing. But it was that same summer. I <laughs> I was working. This was, this was the next afternoon. <laughs> You're not far off. Uh, <laughs> I was working with a guy and we were doing all of this yard work. So. Uh, I was mowing some grass, and then the other guy was, like, doing some caulking on the uh, the side of the building. Mm-hmm. And he was on the ladder to do it. And 
I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know if he forgot he was on a ladder. I don't know what I don't know what it was. But I turned and it's one of those things where you just life just gives you those weird little things where you for no real reason just turn to look at something and right as you turn to look, that's when the thing happens. Cause he, it's not like he screamed yeah. or anything. I was just with the lawnmower at like a stopping point. I turned to look in his direction. And as I turned, he looked like he was going to take one step down from the ladder. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he just full body slid down the ladder <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> like his first back step. <laughs> his first back step was a misstep. And then just his chin and, and both his knees just caught every step all the way down. <laughs> And then he got up and looked around to see if I saw, and I turned right around because I I didn't need him to be any more embarrassed. <laughs> Trying to be a good friend, you know? <laughs> a good friend to this man you don't know? No, no. I knew this guy. I was, oh, I was that's right. Working you were working with him. With him. Yeah. That's right. You were working with him. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Uh, you want to hear some reviews? Yeah, that sounds great. This one is from Nurse Maldahl. Uh, Stories for the soul. Get ready to smile uncontrollably. I've loved Josh's unique perspective since I first saw his stand-up, and his talent deaf shines in this pod, too. He also has great chemistry with his co-host, Logan. And then in parentheses, deaf better than half bad, dude. Much love from a fellow air hockey enthusiast. Killing the game. Killing the game. We got an email about air hockey too. I might, I mean, I might have to find that. I know we're doing reviews, but we did. Someone emailed us about. Oh yeah. About the it was the the air hockey documentary we recommended. Yeah. They watched it. Uh, this next one, the next uh, five star review on Apple Podcasts uh, is from the Nickelodeon channel, and then the the title of the review says "Read this," and then the body of the review is i was wearing my airpods in the in my bath and i laughed so hard that they fell out into the bath i don't have airpods now oh no <laughs> so, we broke someone's airpods with by being delightful oh jeez <laughs> it's we're getting these cuz our last time we read reviews we had the one that said we made some we made someone laugh so they almost choked on their food we're our show's getting dangerous josh i feel like our audience is only going to get so big because they're going to come to the podcast <laughs> they're going to enjoy it and then they're going to have a terrible accident yeah <laughs> yeah we're just going to this this yeah just this median level of fans as they drop off <laughs> we're going to become like the ring but for comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have seven days to make someone else listen to these two idiots. <laughs> and if you don't, you, you drown or something. You fall off a roof twice. Um, this one is from Time to Survive Another. Uh, the title is It's a Pretty Good Show, I Guess. <laughs> and here's the thing. In the body of the review, it's a very good review, so I don't know why they decided to undersell it <laughs> in the title there. But so, yeah, this show really brightens days, especially since being alone more often is really bad for my mental health. But Logan needs more love. Like the show seriously wouldn't work without him. (laughs) Although I started listening because I like Josh, I think I stayed because of the great dynamic you two have. Also, I love Logan's laugh actually because he's so comfortable with his. It helps me feel less self-conscious about mine. But overall, the show is really fantastic and I'm glad I found it. So thank you both. There's a weird self-love aspect my laugh has taken on now <laughs> from our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. I appreciate it. Yeah, I but I do think it's because 
most people who have a really great laugh that's a bit louder and like maybe it's an octave higher or lower than you would expect whatever get very mm-hmm. self-conscious about it so then oh everyone's self-conscious about their laugh yeah really i feel like i feel like a lot of chucklers don't seem to be because because if you think about it, chuckler is like such a moderation well yeah, you know? exactly it's it's not a you're not really letting yourself go yeah but if you're if you're one of those people that just can't help it you just have to let it out you you go through you know, all I can't tell you how many events I've been to where it's like the thing that was said wasn't even that funny. And I see someone covering their mouth because they don't want to let out that they oh, would absolutely. be the only laugh. So I think that your laugh just puts people at ease because I think that <laughs> they're like, oh, this guy can can like really belt it gives me permission yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, because even if I don't like my laugh, his stupid one's going to drown mine out. Uh <laughs> I'll do one more just because it's in the theme because the title of this one is I too am here for Logan's laugh. (laughs) (laughs) This is from user EB83K. The stories are great. I have an active dog breed, so I walk a ton, and this is a great way to pass a longer walk. I came for Josh's stories, which make me chuckle. I stay in part for Logan's laughter, which inevitably makes me laugh uncontrollably walking down the street. Come for the stories. Stay for the noise. (laughs) That's what I say. These are so sweet. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank have, you so much. We, we always appreciate them. We have a really wonderful fan base, though. That I, I, it's still growing, but as we get me, like emails and messages through Instagram, everyone's just like, "Hey, man, you guys seem." Because now the emails too, a lot of them are just like, "You guys seem to be friends and have a good time together." Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, to me, it's a, it's, a, it's a sweet message to get. So thank you, everybody. Those are, again, those are five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you, you leave them there, we like to read them. Yeah, and luckily a podcast isn't the same strain on a friendship as being in a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah, true. I mean, like if there's ever a day where it's like, do you feel like record today? Nah. Okay, we just won't. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, dude, we have to practice, all right? Well, it's, it's not like too... <laughs> You know, like in a band where you can just walk in and suddenly there's a new bass player there. Like, I'm not going to sign into Zoom and suddenly there's going to be a different (laughs) comedian in a screen. Be like, oh, this is the new producer. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We we made some executive decisions. Here, just just because we mentioned it, I'll do I'll do one email because this is uh, this is from uh, to love, laugh, live. Uh, so I'm not sure. Oh, at the, at the bottom they say their name is uh, Maria. It's spelled M-A-R-Y-A, and then they spell it in parentheses M-A-R-R-Y-U-H. Sometimes, so I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's Maria, or is it Maria? I think it seems like Maria. But anyway, Josh and Logan, love you both. I'm binging on back episodes of the podcast where you mentioned the 90s documentary Rise of Young Wolf <laughs> in JJS number three. Went there and discovered what I've been holding the paddle wrong my whole life. <laughs> Scandalous. So much time wasted. I never knew. But now I'm reset and corrected. I feel like my next hour at Dave and Buster's will be boss. <laughs> so I, 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 that's exactly what we discovered from that documentary, too. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the other funny thing about that stuff is that <laughs> when you. <laughs> When we could go to David Buster's again, it's like, oh, people are gonna people are gonna really know how to how to 
bust up their friends. Just don't don't tell anyone else how to hold the paddle or that you hold it the correct way. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It feels. Oh, like- I've, I've I've done it when people have challenged me to air hockey, and then suddenly I'm holding it that way, and they're like, "Why are you doing that?" And then after after a couple scores, they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and then they try to hold it that way, but they don't have practice doing it. So, yeah. But anyway, this is everyone's favorite segment on our show when we really get into air hockey. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell I got beat up growing up? <laughs> <laughs> and I just like doing anything with friends, you know? Um, so I want to... I wanna... My laugh usually puts people off, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I have to... No. Yeah, that, that I, I really wish we could have gone to uh, high school together because then they would have come to beat me up. I would have made you laugh and they would have left. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, I I came I came to beat this dude's ass while this dude's laughing like that. Oh, I'll come that's back weirdly, later. Josh, that's oddly the meanest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> that my laugh would drive away police. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't even know if I have a a top ten of meanest things I've said to you. <laughs> Well, yes, I would love to go through those now if you do. No, I know, but I definitely have one. I, I have one of things that you've said to me that have stuck with me. And oh, I'm, really? Yeah, yeah, where I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not It's not bad. It's just like you, you'll, <laughs> you'll like astutely call a thing out that I do, but because I didn't know I did it, I'll be like, uh, oh, uh, oh, all right. Oh, okay. I'll work on that. <laughs> can I can I ask what they were? Or? Oh, just how bad I am with podcasting equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that <laughs> that's different. That was try. That was you know. I'm helping you build this show, man. Yeah, so... yeah. On day one, oh, you you were you were like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and your I, I don't know. know wasn't personal, but I could tell you were exhausted. <laughs> Because I had tried everything to make my board work, and you were like, "Yeah, I don't, I, I am not seeing how you it couldn't be working. Is it on?" Well, <laughs> well, then you kept asking me too. You're like, "Well, on your board," and I said, "Well, no, I have a different board because I told you to buy this one, yeah. and you went rogue and got a different one. So I don't know how that one works, Joshua." <laughs> oh, the best was oh, so now we use a full names. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was it was great when last night uh, I called you because you had to my internet wasn't working perfectly, so you had to upload the mini sode that we were putting up, and uh, I said, "Hold on, let me call I, to Jess." I said, "Hold on, let me call Josh to walk him through this," and she said, "Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> Which like, means you, know, you guys have never even met in person. And she does. Yeah, <laughs> she already has you it, figured out. It just means that Jess has heard a biased, one-sided story about. <laughs> <laughs> my relationship with technology <laughs> oh man i i no. do me and your manager spoke on the phone about how your your tech inability gives us both anxiety oh okay all right so now <laughs> now we go in behind people's backs talking about how yeah. bad they are with technology <laughs> 
Yeah, man, there's a whole there's a support group. Yeah, I have a whole I have a whole Facebook page, a community page. That's yeah, it would actually be just, very funny if you had been living in New York this whole time and you go to uh, a church on Wednesdays to uh, <laughs> sit with people <laughs> and talk about. Yeah, I tried to help him pay his cell phone bill online. I tried yeah. to. <laughs> Every every new member who enters the group, they just walk in slowly, shaking their head, just going, "He has so many tabs open." <laughs> just, and we're like, "We know, we know." Sit down. You're in a safe place now. I don't know why he keeps reinstalling Windows. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever engaged in a multi-level marketing scheme? Like, have you ever been a victim of someone trying to sell stuff to you? Or have you ever unknowingly been selling the stuff? Or have you had any contact with them at all? I though I had a friend who was in high school with me, but he was a couple years older. So he had graduated. And then he came back, like, between the summer after his freshman year. And we were talking, like, in the weight room or whatever, like, on a... a summer weekday and he started really being like pitching me about like this company he works for and it's like the thing is if you you know if you get like i do this and i report to this guy but it's like now if i get people to work for me it's like then we all make more money working together and he really was like trying he's like no he's like you can do it now man like you can start now and then have this money going into college and i was kind of just like oh okay neat and i had no intention yeah. of doing it yeah. just, i was just kind of not paying attention <laughs> I just wasn't really paying attention to him at all and just like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. I'm like, yeah, that sound, that's good for you, man. I'm like, I'm still in high school. I'm still very busy in school. I don't need this weird sales job. And then he walked away, and then like me and my friends turned over just like, that's a pyramid scheme, right? He's <laughs> a pyramid scheme. So that's the closest I've been was almost being recruited in high school to be a part of one. Okay, I... I don't know what it is about. Yeah, I feel like high school, something happens, I think, sometimes in high school to where people see it as they're just not, like, street smart enough yet. So then the pyramid system actually seems enticing. Well, yeah. But then you... To to work for a pyramid scheme, knowing what pyramid schemes are, you need dumb people. Well, if you go to high schoolers, they don't have the world sorted out yet. <laughs> I made sure, but I, I feel like there's – here's the thing is that because business as a concept isn't taught in high school, you can't discern – At least not properly. Sure, yeah. They're always just like the, – the extent to like our econ class in high school was just like, I don't know, you might be asked to get a credit card. You can. Anyway, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> was was your teacher sick? <laughs> no, bro. She was broken. Oh, she, no. I, I feel bad saying this about her. She used to, because <laughs> everyone could just wind her up and get her pissed off. So every class was pointless. She taught, like, computer classes and economy, and just anyone who wanted to rev her up, they would. She'd freak out. The best was in high school. She A couple of guys got her so wound up. She laid on the floor and just started shouting, well, why don't you just shit on me then? Just shit on me. I'll just lay here and you shit on me. This is a teacher in high school. This is an adult woman. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's, 
I just think that, especially when you're in high school, the structure, it's, it's hard to discern like, oh, okay, but how is the money coming in and how, because with a pyramid scheme, the structure of it isn't actually that unlike corporate America. It's like, it's like no. there's so many middle managers and then they have managers and then they have a manager who only reports to two people. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks, I mean, that right there looks like a pyramid, but it's a functioning business because there's a thing they're right. selling and then that you're guaranteed your wages. It's not like a, well, if you sell enough, maybe you can go home with $50, you know? Right. But one of the things that cracked me up, I, I knew a kid in high school too. These are, one was a high school thing. One was a college thing. I knew a kid in high school that... <laughs> This was so depressing. So I worked at a Mexican restaurant for a good portion of high school and then pretty much through college, right? So I worked Mm -hmm. there for a total of, I think, six years. And there was at one point I recommended someone because I got that job off of a recommendation because, you know, I'm 16, just got my work permit and everything. And I was just looking for a job because I wanted to have some extra money. And honestly... Are you supposed to get a work permit when you're in high school? I don't know if it's a Louisiana thing, but it was like I was okay. I, I had to. Uh, they didn't have that here, I guess, or at least maybe I was just maybe going rogue. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I imagine some people just don't care because they can tell by your your state ID it, that you're of age to yeah. work. You know, it probably depends on where you work, too, because like I just worked at the pool and had odd jobs and stuff like that. So for that stuff, you know, it's not super. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was putting in a lot of hours, so I would have almost been like, I think I would have almost been full time. I was working. Oh, like, so maybe that's why you need is if you're like actually working like 40 hour weeks. Yeah. Cause I was working, I think almost every day after school for a little while and then some weekends because cause mm-hmm. at this point, I also was not, like, doing well socially. Like, I wasn't that popular. And I didn't have that many friends. So it was, like, the perfect doing something instead of just sitting at home, you know? And right. so I got that job. I had the job for, like, maybe two or three years before I finally recommended someone. I may have recommended someone before that. And then they worked there for a little while and then they left. But I remember recommending this guy. And... He just had mentioned he needed a job, just something, right? And was mm. just kind of getting desperate for money. And so I was trying to help him out. And <laughs> so he comes in for his interview. And it's actually on one of my shifts. And it's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty light in the restaurant. So I'm not that busy. So I actually had a little bit of time to eavesdrop on mm-hmm. his interview. And mid-interview... He starts trying to sell my boss a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, that's so good. Oh. And I was like, and I didn't know if I should jump in. I didn't know what would happen. But it was like he kept diverting. He was like, wow, so it seems like. And then then it was just insulting because at one point he was like, yeah, I mean, because this, this looks like a fine restaurant. But, I mean, it's not very busy right now. You could probably use some extra cash. And I was like, this moron, what are you doing? Yeah. 
where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I know where I see myself in five minutes selling you this. It was, dude, I was, I was so, so embarrassed. And yeah. And then, um, that's amazing. Yeah. And it, and he, he went on this. Was, I don't know. Cause it was very that's like funny. A good, that's like a funny sketch. That's like a really good <laughs> sketch of the guy. Yeah, because it's like, why would you over real money? You're you're about to make yeah. real money at this job. Because honestly, it's like I was a busboy. I think I was like a busboy and maybe one other duty for like the first year. So it's like the job mm-hmm. is very straightforward. You just grab yeah. the dishes and bring them back to the kitchen, and it is guaranteed money. I don't know why you would rather... <laughs> Yeah, that's so great, dude. It was it was so it was so so embarrassing. I've 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 rarely been so angry that I wanted to punch someone who I like know as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> just as he's about to pitch again, just suddenly you punch him in the face and be like, anyway, and, and thanks for having the sit down. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go. Apologized profusely afterwards. That's like a. It happened to me a lot, especially right when I moved back here. I was doing, there was just a couple of local shows or mics that I would get on. And then there'd be someone after who would come up to me and then really try to pitch me this surefire way to really make money in comedy. Yeah. And like something, and it's always, it was like a local thing. Like, oh, we rent out this place, right? And we sell tickets, blah, blah, blah. And had this whole pitch. And at one point they were just like, you know, we do that. You walk away with a couple hundred bucks. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I can already get that from any tiny gig I grab. And then I, it's not on me to reimburse you. I'm like, all you've pitched me is a middleman. Yeah. So one of the guys I just said, I just said, why, why would I do this? If I can already just make hundreds of dollars per gig where I don't have to be in charge of all the marketing and owe rent on a place and stuff, why would I add this step? And he just looks at me very seriously and goes, pride. <laughs> and I and I go, well, I'm already proud of my comedy. And he's and he just he immediately got defensive. He's like, listen, you can shit on me. I went, I'm like, no, 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 no. I asked you a simple question of why do I need you, and you didn't have an answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's on you. That's your fault. <laughs> this is also so weird because it's a lot of the people trying to sell you a pyramid scheme are not good at it or else they be salesmen. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, all the people are just like, this is how you make real money. And I'm like, if, if you knew how to make, well, I'm like, why are you here? Why are you here drunk at this bar in small town, Iowa on a Wednesday night? Yeah. Can if I, you, if you, if you are gallivanting around the globe with all your success. <laughs> can I tell you though, this, this is actually to that point. Very, very funny to me. So maybe six months later, a different friend who I did not put in contact with my boss or anything um, mm-hmm. <laughs> came through this. This is I'm, I'll see if this makes any sense to you, because okay. I without saying the company, just because I don't know who knows if they would actually sue us. But, you know, you never know. Yeah, um, they were selling Rhino 69 <laughs> without without saying the name of the company. I can tell you that they're scheme that they built their business off of was utensils. So when my friend came in for the job interview, he was trying to rope my boss into the multi-level side of it. But then I had another friend completely independent of me 
right. who actually just sold them some utensils and made money. And I thought that was so funny. I'm like, this That's is the really way to funny. do it. Like, yeah. Hey, your restaurant people eat here. Need these? Yeah. <laughs> do you need forks? And it wasn't even for that much. I can get you forks. Yeah, it wasn't even like, you know, a real coup of a sale. It was just like, mm. hey, do you need a couple of these? Oh, yeah, sure. And then... <laughs> And I was like, wow, she doesn't work here and made more money than this other guy who doesn't work here. Who could have worked here. Yeah, who could have worked here. <laughs> who, who had a real, who was in the room getting a chance to work here. Man, that, that blew my mind. I do love, though, when I see a friend of mine from high school, when their Facebook feed goes from pictures of their kids and just regular life stuff and then suddenly it's brand new lotion products and and it's they always act like you've been following their sales stuff for years yeah. they're just like oh my god guess what i have back in stock i'm like i don't know you've never posted about this before <laughs> okay so this is this is one that <laughs> this is one that really hurt to watch <laughs> <laughs> This was this is this was actually painful. So just stick with me, yeah. okay? Because I'm gonna. This is this is the falling off the ladder of <laughs> of sales stories. Oh yeah, I I watched a guy pitch a pyramid scheme at a funeral. Oh, this is delicious. <laughs> tell me everything. Do not spare a single detail. So hopefully I tell it all in order because this is also years ago. I but, don't even care if you tell an order. I just want all of it. I want all the bad from this. So I was at this funeral and this. Uh, <laughs> are you are you willing to say whose funeral was it? Like close family member? No, or? no, it was not a close family member. Okay. I was actually just there for moral support because it wasn't my. Relative. <laughs> I was just there to sell something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there selling hope. You know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, Man, all, I saw these people in suits. I was just like, now these people got money. All right, yeah. I'm gonna follow them. See where they're going. Look, if you can afford a suit, you could afford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where are we going? Are we going to a club or something? Oh, never mind. So uh, basically, I was there for a friend um, because his uncle had passed away, right? Okay. And yeah. so the person selling, though, actually was a family member. So <laughs> I was just there, you know, for my friend just to yeah. be nice and everything. And this guy so we're <laughs> we're <laughs> we're at the cemetery <laughs> oh it's at the cemetery i thought in my head i was picturing like a funeral home no but this is he waited he waited he waited until he would have a captive audience you know <laughs> he wasn't gonna do he wasn't gonna inter interrupt the pastor and be rude you know he wanted to go ahead and wait no. until <laughs> he said he's, he's gonna do it when the dirt's getting thrown on the casket is when <laughs> He's going to choose this moment. Right after. You know, right after. <laughs> so this dude. <laughs> oh, man. This dude is standing there, and there's like a somber moment where everyone's silent. And his, his son says, uh, yeah, I'm just really going to miss him. And then... I'm standing there with my friend and everything. And then this guy, who I assume 
must be a cousin or something because it didn't it didn't seem like anyone was excited you'd, that he was there like i like, you'd hope you don't want it to be the deceased brother yeah like, you know, yeah <laughs> and so so the he goes yeah i just wish he could have been all he could be and already people are like wow that was a little like i didn't know you had a problem with him or something right yeah and then uh and then then you know people are starting to walk away because the service is over so now people are walking back to their cars and stuff and we're all going to meet back Mm -hmm. up at this person's house for the Mm -hmm. you know post-funeral everyone eats and sits and talks and and he's like yeah stuff and pitches stuff and he's like (laughs) yeah i tried to get him in on a really big opportunity before he went and (laughs) And, you know, it just, uh, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's better this way because at least he won't know what he missed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, this is someone who is either a full-blown monster or really believes in their pyramid scheme. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm glad he's dead so he can't see the riches I'm going to make. And so so then I don't know who this other person is but an older person goes, "I'm sorry." Stabs him. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only that's a reasonable response in this situation. And so he's like, "I'm sorry. What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> And then this dude in full pitch mode goes, opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Shit, I'm in. What are you selling? And so. Man. And so. The confidence of that. Oh, my God. So then the person who said, I'm sorry, what the hell are you talking about? Grabs him by the back of the neck. (laughs) And. I don't know what he said, but he whispered something harrowing into his ear. (laughs) (laughs) And the dude doesn't say another word. Everyone just walks back to their cars and then we we get in the car and and drive off to the house, right? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And so (laughs) uh, yeah, it (laughs) So then we get to the house and everyone's piling out of their cars and, and you know, um, some people are staying outside the house and smoking and then some people are inside the house and people are getting the food heated and stuff. And so everyone's just sort of mm-hmm. sitting about talking about the person who passed away, which once again, I don't know this person that well. I'm just there for my friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, um, the guy walks in the, the pitch guy. Walks in looking like looking around, like his eyes are sort of darting around and everything, like clearly looking for whoever grabbed him by the back of the neck. Right. Right. Yeah. And looking for the man who clearly said, I will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) and then uh, when he sees that the coast is clear, he walks up to this older woman and is like, you know, it, it. it, it, it's times like these that, that remind you to just, you know, take your chances where you can get them. Oh, no. 
you know, you really, you really get, you really just gotta shoot for the stars because if if you even if you miss, you'll land amongst the clouds, you know. And I'm just happy that, you know, seeing everything that went down today, I'm I'm just happy that I'm investing my money and my life into opportunity. And so so I'm just like, wow, when is this guy going to say whatever the... Because what it it's yeah. all platitudes, man. It's all, like, mm -hmm. just consistent, like, trying right. to rope people in, but he's clearly not good at it. Yeah. And uh, and so... Clearly he got wrapped into it and no one had said what they were selling to him. Yeah, yeah. So now <laughs> he's just out there trying to sell product yeah. that exists, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And so then... Um, <laughs> So then he, he tells her, he's like, I'm a part of something special. And I really want you to be in on it with me, you know, uh, just for for just a. Will you marry me? Right. You you would think because he's because he's really ramping up and it's like all ask and no setup. Like like it's a bunch right, of right, platitudes right, yeah. and then he just goes for it. Mm -hmm. And so then mm -hmm. um, he you know, he's like, I really want you to be. And not with me. And then this woman goes, okay, what is it? And, and he's like, it's, it's, it's the future. All right. It like still won't say what it is. And so he's, so he's oh like, my God, so he, this is so good. And so he's like, it, it, it's the future. And I mean, would you rather $400 right now or $40,000 a year from now? And then she goes, are you in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> she completely skipped Pyramid Scheme. I was like, you in a cult? What what, what, you, what you talking about? That's great. <laughs> and so you see his face just drop, and then he just moves right. on to the next part. Like, he, like this right. is how bad he is at selling, is he doesn't even, like, have a dismount. Like, he, like he literally mm. just stops talking to her and walks over to another person. Yeah. So then I don't see him for a good, like, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or something like I'm just mingling right. with my friend and meeting one other person. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just talking and stuff. And then I'm actually about to leave when, uh, he, he like resurfaces, I guess he was working the back of the house. Like we stayed mm -hmm. in the general like living room area and stuff. And, and then some people from outside start coming inside. And so I guess he starts trying to work them too. And uh, <laughs> goes up to this very old man who is clearly like, is it next? Yeah, like, <laughs> because you know how they always. <laughs> You know, they always bring, there's at least one person at the funeral that's way older than the person that passed away. <laughs> yeah. And so they're looking at the casket. You're like, oh, that's the Highlander there. Okay. There can be only one. They're looking at that casket different. All right. <laughs> and so so he starts talking to this this really, really old man who's honestly not even not even like registering like i'm not even you, you know you know sometimes when people are especially like in their 80s and 90s they get a little bit vacant you know right 
And so he's giving this dude the whole spiel. And this guy's not interrupting him or anything or looking at him quizzically. So he's re- he thinks he's mm-hmm. on a roll with this older dude, right, who is mm-hmm. clearly somebody's grandpa. Yeah, or just can't hear him at all. Like, the old guy is just, <laughs> like, his hearing's gone. <laughs> just... Um. <laughs> so then, then he, he gives him, like, a long, you know, classic pyramid scheme speech about like be part of my uh i i, I think he called them opportunity cl- my movement my yeah i think he called them clusters he's like if you're in my cluster uh you know i my kickback is only five percent a lot of people in their kickback if they you're have in, 10. if you're in my glory triangle <laughs> you <laughs> and so then then the guy if you're in my success octagon <laughs> You and I can make so much money a year. It can't be a pyramid because it's an octagon. <laughs> exactly. So, but like one of the points is a little higher than the others. <laughs> it's also a little wider at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so then he finishes his whole little spiel, and this old man with his old voice goes, "If you don't get out of here with that bullshit." <laughs> And almost right after this old man says, if you don't get out of here, the guy from before, the guy from like the uh. cemetery is like screams across, like across the, the room screams. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? And then walks up to that dude, grabs him in the, in the back of the neck again, and just walks out with him to the backyard where I am assuming that he beat the hell out of him. <laughs> Where he is now buried to this day. <laughs> wow. Right? That, I mean, here's the thing. I, this man is a, a just a social terrorist <laughs> with, 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 with what he has done. I do, though, weirdly admire the confidence to show up to a funeral to... I don't even know if he's close to him or not, but to show up to a funeral and be like, this is where I'm going to make my nut, man. This is where I'm really going <laughs> to... This is where I'm going to make a killing. <laughs> there, I, I weirdly admire that horribly misguided confidence. I mean, they already parted with their cousin. What's parting with a little bit of money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe everyone here's got some inheritance now that they can <laughs> they can throw my way. Come on, you know Willie left you something. Yeah. He left you this, but what I'm giving you is an opportunity. Maya, listen. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's such a good story. I mean That's so good. As Ludacris says, Jesus saves and I withdraw. <laughs> Which was oddly enough, it was on the headstone. <laughs> so that's. Oh man, man. The, but I, mm, I still think about. I wonder what that dude said because it was a whisper. But the like you saw mm-hmm. the eyes. We talked about people's yeah. eyes getting big when they fall. This dude's eyes got so wide. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think that whatever whatever got whispered in his ear was actually a touch too far. Like like, oh, probably. like it was like it was appropriate to get him to stop, but it was completely inappropriate under any other circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
just whisper as it don't make me violate you. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill your daughter. Whoa. Jeez. Threaten me, but jeez. Also, I have a son. My daughter's at a different funeral selling stuff. So the- <laughs> And we just we just open up the obituaries and we look for opportunity. <laughs> the the movie version of this I feel like is is like man this is such a wasted cause because he clearly killed his relative to gather everyone together so he could pitch. Oh fu- that that's really fucking funny the 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 murder mystery where it's actually just. It was the only way I could get the family together to try to sell them a timeshare. <laughs> Damn. We pitched a couple of good movies in this episode. We, <laughs> we got a sketch. We got a good movie now. Oh, man. So another one that, that really got me. This is, you know... This may not be funny to anybody but me, but I. I <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, if it's not, it'll be a mini sode, so. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a kid in high school. I, I won't, I won't say his name, but there was a, a kid that I went to high school with who had the biggest crush on uh, this this girl that. Basically, we were competing in track and stuff, um, mm-hmm. like track and cross country. I did cross country. He did track. And so I never actually got to meet her. But basically, at a track meet one time, he saw her. And it was like that lovey-dovey high school love at first sight thing. Because she, mm-hmm. she went to, like, you know, a, like a rival high school. Like, she is, like, right. from our city, but she goes to a different mm-hmm. school. And he would talk about her consistently, like, like to the point where I was like, dude, she just, I don't, I don't know how you would go about it because like Facebook and, and all the stuff weren't huge yet. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't a clear way to like, (laughs) to find this person again. It's like, all you really know is that she got second place in the dash. And so (laughs) I guess you can follow her career and. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or just wait for the next track. I don't know what to tell you, you know? Yeah. And so then... But like, did he talk to her at all or was just... First time he doesn't talk to her at all. Doesn't talk to her right? at all, okay. So then the the second track meet comes up because I don't I don't actually know how track worked because I didn't do it, but I am... Yeah, it's just a big circle that they run in. Oh, you mean the season. Gotcha. You're a monster. Um <laughs> So because I didn't do it, I don't know if you just like gathered everyone to compete in the same events once a week or, or different schools. I don't really know how it worked. All I know is they, they did regionals they do, and then they, all state. The schools, yeah, all the schools get together and then just the events like happen throughout that evening. Mm-hmm. So all the like different schools will just camp out in different areas and just hang out. So you can, well, if there's hours sometimes between your events. So you can just kind of wander and meet people from other schools if you want. Got you. Because I, okay, so basically all I know is he didn't talk to her the first time, but then it it took the second whatever track meet or, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. but the second time that all the schools were together in clusters for him yeah. to just like make his move. And I guess it had been long enough that he had you know promised himself the next time I see her, I'm making a move, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And so he he walks right up to her and they strike up a conversation and it seems to be going great, right? Mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting her number, um, which I'm like, man, so happy for him because he could not shut up about her, you know, before this happened. Mm-hmm. And I was scared. I was like, yeah, it sounds like, first of all, she sounds made up. Second of all, it sounds like you'll <laughs> never meet her again, you know? Yeah. And and so No man, she's beautiful, okay, and she's really fast, but not the fastest, but like so like you wouldn't know her cuz she's not like super fast, but like she's fast. I mean, I would this is this is how <laughs> this is how silly I was. I, in my head, I was like, I hope he really likes her as much when she slows down. He might just like the blur <laughs> that she makes <laughs> when she runned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like her because she's a streak, you know. I just that's a yeah. And so, so basically, he gets her number and everything, and then takes takes him a little while to get up the nerve to actually like call her. Mm-hmm. And so he calls her, and he calls her at night or something. He calls her like a little bit too late in the in the evening, mm-hmm. and so she answers, and she's not weird, but she's a little like oh like. I think she knows by him calling her at like 11 at night. It's like, this is okay. You clearly are mm-hmm. you know, trying to have a late night chat. And that's when she informs him. She's like, you know, I, I gave him my number and everything, but I, I thought we could just be like running buddies or something. Like I have a boyfriend, you mm-hmm. know? And, mm-hmm. and so he was just crushed. He was just like, Oh man, this is right. That sucks. Cause like, you know, he, he was going to find out eventually, but I think he just thought he was on a roll because it was like, I walked right yeah. up to her, got her number. This is great. I'm, I'm in business, you know? Well, and it'd be one thing if she was like, I thought we could just be like friends. I liked you. I thought we could hang out. But to be like, oh, we could be running buddies, like where you've already been put into a specific category of friendship. Yeah. You don't even get to just be my buddy. Like, no, you have a job. Yeah. We're also <laughs> not going to be eating together. We are not no, brunch never. buddies. Never. <laughs> we are no. running buddies. <laughs> yeah. We are going to be in gym clothes. I'm never looking sexy for you. Yeah. Like, at all. <laughs> That's not what this is about. And so, That's not what this is about. So then, you know, she's like... You're going to hold a towel for me. Yeah. <laughs> While That's I your run. Job. Yeah. But then, you know, so she's like, I have a boyfriend and everything's like, oh, OK, I, I didn't know. And then I think she realized she was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if you know I gave you the wrong impression or anything. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And so they actually become acquaintances. They never really become friends. And then they pretty much right. lose touch after, you know, um, high school. And a lot of us leave to go to college and stuff. Mm hmm. And so he tells me that, like, one summer, coming home from college one summer, he ran into her. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she was like, oh, hey, it's so good to see you. How have you been? Just all that friendly stuff. And right. she was like, we should catch up sometime. And so he was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, is your number still the same? And she was like, yeah, it sure is. And so he was like, oh, okay, it'd be cool to catch up with this person. Like, you know, we never yeah. became a thing, but, you know, it's, it's all good. And so then um, he texts her and <laughs> he texts her like the next day, like, hey, do you want to grab some, a bite to eat or something like that? And she was like, sure, but I'm busy right now. Right. 
And he was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so maybe dinner then? And then, and then uh, she was like, actually, why don't, you, why don't you come by at like 11 or something? Which he was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and he was yeah. like, wow, that's the exact like time on the clock I got my heart broken. Yeah. So maybe this is yeah. like a throwback. Maybe she's like hit me with some callbacks, you know? Yeah. Like she's seen, she's seen that kept up the running. She's seen the kid. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) (laughs) she knows what's up. All right. All right. Yeah. And so, so then uh, he's like, should I bring anything? And she was like, just yourself. And he was like, even though that one's not explicitly sexual, that one was quasi like, oh, okay. You don't no, it's it. That's pretty sexual, I'd say. If if that's the context you're thinking it's in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he was meaning like, do you want me to bring a bottle of wine, some right, snacks, right. whatever? Yeah. She was like, just yourself. And so then, uh, you know, he goes he goes over to the address that she texts him, and uh, she's like looking good. It's not like she's not like in a negligee or anything, but she's looking good, right. like like in comfortable clothes and everything, but still. Things could happen, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she sits down on the couch and pats the couch for him to sit down. And, like, like TV's not on anything, right? So it's like, oh, wow, this is this might really happen. Mm-hmm. And, and so then <laughs> uh, he sits down on the couch. They start catching up about college, about, like, all this other stuff. And, like, you know, she tells him that... Uh, uh, you know, she broke up with her boyfriend, which I mean, I would hope so if if this is <laughs> if this is going down, you know. And uh, and then um, she basically drops this line on him that's like, "Yeah, I just you know, I just had to. I felt that relationship was really holding me back, and so I just wanted to be out on my own and you know, like see what I could accomplish for myself. And he was like, well, you're always like a great runner and you were like a go-getter. And she was like, thank you. That means so much to me because like, I always thought that about myself. Like I always thought like I could, I could do anything, you know? And I just want to be the best that I can be, you know? And he was like, well, that's, you know, good for you. And then she's like, do you want to be the best that you can be? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I try to be in everything. <laughs> Been working out still yeah. or whatever. Like. <laughs> but she's like, no, I mean, really. Like, are you willing to put it all on the line? <laughs> <laughs> to take things to the next level, you know, in your life, in your relationships, in in your your finances and he was like i i mean maybe i i guess like it just she she was getting like really intense right mm-hmm. and then she was like, intense but still weirdly vague yeah still like, like hella vague and then she was like um did you know <laughs> she was like <laughs> she was like did you know that quality utensils are one of the most underserved markets <laughs> because restaurants have suppliers, but the suppliers don't care. They, they just count on the restaurant's money. They just, 
They just see it as like expected income. You know, this is where we could come in. You know, I'm already in, but if you want to join under me, you know, I could, I could train you and then we could share in each other's sales and we could tackle some things together. Like, I feel like we'd be a really good team. <laughs> is this the same fucking company from the, the first story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really, really big in Louisiana. Wow. I knew it was going to be pyramid scheme related. I didn't know it was going to come full circle. Dude. Is she the one who sold it to the restaurant too? No, nah, no. Nah. Is it the same lady? <laughs> no, nah, that would be amazing, but no. Who after that guy failed, she went <laughs> and nah. sold a bunch of utensils? <laughs> that would have been dope, but no, that's not what happened. <laughs> that would have been really great. <laughs> oh, no. There, I'm hard-pressed to think of a a more disappointing booty call. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather get called over at 11 and then maybe be stabbed than be pitched <laughs> a pyramid scheme. You know, like, but this, this is the other thing. The, the thing that makes it like extra heartbreaking is that he shows up at 11. They talk for, they like do catching up for like yeah. an hour and a half. That sucks. Then it just makes you go like, fuck, this was all just buttering me up. Yeah. You could just to text get me. me in on the utensils. Yeah. Just my God. Yeah, because then you just get like then you just gonna be like you suck goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> I was having a good time, but now I gotta go. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, and you know what? I gotta go to a funeral. <laughs> you know what? You don't even run that fast. All right. <laughs> That's why you always in a second. Man. Yeah, you think someone so fast would have got to the pitch sooner? <laughs> Jesus, really took your goddamn time walking that one. Good lord. Thank you so much for listening to The Josh Johnson Show. If you want to follow us on social, you can hit me up on Instagram at Josh Johnson Comedy, on YouTube at Josh Johnson Comedy, on Twitter at Josh Johnson, and on Facebook at Josh J Comedy. And if you're trying to follow Logan... I'm on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. Uh, and if you want to email the show, you can email us at Show at gmail.com. You can just drop us a line and say, hey, or you can send us uh, a topic or whatever. And I like to respond to them, too. You know, we like to get back to you because if I can get you to then get two other people to email <laughs> us, and, and then you can get them to get two friends then, you know. So it's, I'm really just I'm trying to create a network. I'm creating opportunity for you guys. So please, that's, again, that's joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. And please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, like the ones I read at the top of the episode, uh, we love hearing from you. It helps our visibility, and you'll get a shout-out on the air. So it's uh, it's great for everybody all around. We're all going to get rich, and <laughs> it's going to be great. You know?